And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Hey, guys, we are back. Um, you know, I, I want to just make a quick point. on the During the commercial, we were hearing me and my agile training, which I love. And you can't be efficient in the workplace and, and run an inefficient workplace at the same time. Right. <laughs> right. So you have to walk the talk. Yes, you do. And every time you see an opportunity, you need to seize it, right? So, um, you know, one of those opportunities always seems to be the conference call. So, um, you know, if we were to just walk through one, um, what we've learned in 2017 in a global economy that the, where money matters, the conference call is part of our day-to-day. It brings us together, regardless of the location. Um, and it's available, it's a forum for everyone, not just the leaders, right, whoever's on the call. Right. It is leveraged knowledge sharing. It is such a great thing. You know, I remember when we first started using conference calls, I remember how cool it was. Yeah. Right? It was the coolest thing, like... Everybody could be, you know, you could dial into a meeting and not have to go. You didn't have to get in the car and drive to the location, right? You didn't have to fly there. It was great. It is the most cost-efficient way to leverage knowledge, communicate with teammates, coworkers, and customers, and just become more efficient, right? It is. There's no better way. That is... Until we make it cost inefficient. Right, because one of the big things that I see about how it becomes inefficient is we try to get too many people on the call, number one. Okay, so here's a problem with that. We don't want, um, and you are so right, we'll keep it at least today to the conference call. But the problem, what you're mentioning, is real, and it's because of the reply all, and it's because... Well, that's email. Right. Well, in an attempt to be more efficient and more communicative, the project manager or the person setting up the call will send it out to the universe. Right. Okay. So everybody and their mom is on the call. Um, Hi, this is Bob's mom. Right. So if we were to walk through a common scenario, if I was going to lead a call, I would dial into the call, say, a minute or so after the time, assuming everybody would be dialed in. And when I enter the call, I start hearing the number of beeps based on the number of people that are on there waiting. Right. Now, I'm not saying this is the most efficient way. I'm saying this is what happens out there right now, right? Right. So you get into the call, and all of a sudden you hear... Beep, 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 right? Like right. Western Union. <laughs> I don't want to go back to the 60s, right? Thank you. So what do I say? Okay, I heard a lot of beeps. Who's on the line? I just destroyed the whole meeting. Right. Okay, so everybody speaks at once. Okay, one at a time, please. Okay, a moment of silence, and then everybody speaks at once again. Right, because nobody knows. They hear nobody. So then they say, okay, now I'm going to speak. So there's there's no good way of getting around that. Right. And so then finally, through the pain, we hear all of the names. Hi, Charlie. This is Bob. Hi, hi Fred here. Mrs. Jones here. Uh, this is Amir. I want to know why I was invited. Okay. 
And if I answer that question, I just destroyed the meeting again. Right. 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 So um, eventually, now we're maybe 10 minutes deep into the call, and someone asks, uh, is Joe on the line? And, uh, all right, can somebody break off and go get Joe? And then finally you hear, like, you hear silence, right? And then you'll say, you know, Bob, can you go reach out and get Joe? And then you'll hear someone else chime in and say, hi, this is Mark. I just messaged him. He's on his way, right? Right. Okay. And then we keep going. Okay, thanks. Beep, beep. Okay, who just joined? Uh, it's me, Charlie. You just asked me to break off and get Joe. I did. I'm dialing back in. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as I was saying, let's get started. Beep. Oh, uh, who joined? Uh, this is Joe. Sorry I'm late. Can someone bring me up to date? Right. Well, okay, we're just starting. Okay, great. Tell me who's on. Okay. So we go all the way around again because Joe's a tough guy. Right. Right. So now we're... Um, too deep into the call to have it mean anything anymore, right? Well, you know, and one of my favorite things, too, is so then you start the call finally. It's like 15 after whenever the start was at this point, right? It's typically at least 15 minutes before all of it gets started. And then you ask somebody a question, and then you hear crickets, right? Right. Then you ask the question again, you hear crickets. No, I know he was just on the line. I just heard him. And then all of a sudden you hear, oh, sorry, I was on mute. Right. So, okay, so finally we can get started to Eva's point. So, all right, let's start with Fred. Um, Fred, bring us up to date on what happened last week. Silence. Fred. Fred. And then everybody talks at once. I think he's on mute. Fred, on mute. You're fine. Oh, sorry, guys, I was on mute. What was the question? (laughs) Oh, my God. And then you get another version of that, and somebody interrupts and says, "Uh, excuse me, guys, I was having a sidebar. Can can somebody just repeat that because I missed it? So we are just out of control with inefficiencies on a call. I think it's because of what you said earlier, Eva. There was never any practice or training around it. Everybody's private, so it's almost as if nothing matters, right? Well, it's not even that. I don't think it's that nothing matters. It's that no one's really come up with an efficient way to do it until Um, now. Right, uh, until now. um, But they're always, it's common sense that there's an efficient way to do anything. All we needed to do, and this is not something... We've never heard before, right? But all we needed to do was take a step back and look at it. Okay, so to your point earlier, if I am a project manager and I take a step back and I look and I see that I invited 72 people to this call. It's crazy. I have to know better, right? It's not going to be efficient. Well, I I take it back. I'm going to interject in there. If you invited 72 people on the call but you only have a handful of people that are going to speak and the rest are going to listen, maybe not so bad. Maybe not so bad, but um, very complicated to set up. Very complicated. So I'll give you an example of off topic for one second on how yes. that can be set up. In an agile stand-up, yeah. the purpose of the stand-up call is for the developers of the team only to speak and talk about what's working, not working for them. Mm -hmm. In a transparent approach to development, 
I can invite the whole company if I want, but the only people allowed to speak on a stand-up are the developers. So people could be on, but they're just listening. Right. right? That's my point. Yeah. Um, so if if that can happen, that's okay. But, you know, net-net, right, we just need to respect the call because it's a it's a meeting it's a workplace meeting it's a place where we're going to exchange value we have to learn to respect it and we have to learn to you know give it some love right um well because people kind of make it seem as though the conference call is not that important but yet that's what takes up the bulk of your day because you can so be on many. You can be on many all the time. It's not you could be. You always are. Right. So one of the things we say, and you know, again, this is not stuff we haven't heard, but we need to be told because it's not happening. Right. right. So at a high level, right, we need to do some homework first. So today I'm going to have three calls. What are they? I need to understand what they are. If I'm going to lead them, I need to know what the purpose of the call is, and I need to plan it accordingly. If I need two hours worth of information, I'm not going to set up an hour meeting and say, we got to go fast. Right. right. So I need to understand that. Right. And, and, you know, my homework as the leader will tell me that um, I need to know the mechanics. Right. I need to know the software. And you could talk a little bit more about this when you in the next segment, you know, your self-preparation and things like that. Yes. Right. But it's important. You know, you you need you wouldn't go into a face to face meeting with no shoes, right? Right. Okay. So and and um, we need to start on time. I'm te- my suggestion is the day of the roll call is past. Okay? The roll call is implied from who's invited, all right? The roll call serves no value other than it takes up time and space. Too much time. We need to have the trust. You know, I've been on projects where the project manager takes attendance from the roll call, and when they send out the minutes, they put an X if you were present or not. Uh, I don't know what to do with that. I think <laughs> I think that's crazy. Yeah. So right. it's crazy because if you weren't there, then you're going to miss it, or you just listen to the replay. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I say no roll call, provide a 30 second notice. So instead of me saying, okay, we heard a lot of beeps, who's on the line? I am going to hear the beeps and say, okay, guys, Charlie's here. We're going to start the call in 30 seconds. I'm going to put you on mute in the meantime. Then I'm going to go to mute and I'm going to give uh, everybody 30 seconds, maybe some more beeps. And then I'm just simply going to start the call based on the agenda provided, right? Then at the end of the call, I'm not going to take a recap. There's no need because I am recording the call. It's 2017. That's right. part of the software, right? right. Um, and if anybody joins the call late, if anybody asks for a recap, we take it offline. The call is being recorded, right? Um, so, you know, that's how I would... I would run the call, but also being on the call, it should be the same. You don't have to wait. You don't have to say, Charlie's here when you dial in. Just dial in. And then when the meeting starts, if you have a question, just say, 
Hey, Joe, hold on. This is Charlie. How you doing? I have a quick question. Ask it like that. Right. Announce yourself while you ask the question. And then if you say it's a quick question, make it quick. And make it quick. Right. Right. Don't go on and on. Just don't hog it. There are ways to do that, too. Right. right. We won't get into, but there's homework required on the participant side, too. And you know what? You kind of know your strengths and weaknesses on the content of the call. So maybe you want to use the call to develop your weakness. You want to learn something about what you need to know, right? Right. So, I mean, that's the that's the homework that's involved, not just to be on the call and not get in anybody's way, right? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is distractions, like I had said earlier. It's so easy when you're on a call to get distracted. If you're in a conference room, you still can get distracted, but it's not quite as easy. It's, you know, you can be, you have to be a little covert to do that. But when you're on a conference call, I mean, you just put it on mute and you're doing your own thing. Right. We've, we've jokingly have said in the past, we've, we've made our career thanks to the mute button. Well, I did not, but thank you. Uh, but here's the thing, right? We're talking about how we behave on the call, whether you're leading the call or participating on the call, but the call is not about you in either role. The call is about the agenda and the information that's being shared, and that's it, and that gets the highest level of respect. And then from there, everything kind of finds its place. Yeah. That's how I see it, okay? Um, and we'll come back to this a little bit later. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Eva, I think you're yeah, planning on... Yeah, we're going to be talking about how to put on your phone. Right? Whipping out some real cool expertise on that stuff. So please stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco and Eva Lewandowski are on a mission to make a difference in your career, your life, and the world. As consultants, coaches, speakers, and trainers, they each bring different skill sets to the table as well as different products and services, all of which are designed to make a difference for you. Are you looking for fame, fortune, and recognition? Need help with speaking up and being heard? Looking for the right tools for the right issue? Look no further. Go to charlieandeva.com. Check us out. Opt in to our newsletter. And let's be teammates. Let's face it. Getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Lewandowski, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. 